1: Welcome to the Timeline of Phoenix Suns podcast. I'm not sure I can call it that anymore. In this world of uncertainty that we currently live in, uh, one without the NBA, uh, suspended indefinitely. It's been, uh, Sam's here with me, of course, I'll talk to you in a second, Sam, but it's been, I think it's been at least a year since we recorded our last episode, or at least it feels like it's been a year since we recorded our last episode. And I say this to you, Sam, Probably the most genuinely I've ever said it to you. How are you doing? Um, Okay.
2: Given the circumstances, I'm not going through anything harder than uh, anyone else, right? We're all in this together, yeah. Mike. But uh, it's, it's weird. Uh, it's really weird. I don't think people in my generation have really ever experienced a moment like this in the collective history of the United States. That's, you know, people who are in their 20-somethings. Um, And in New York State, the numbers are pretty bad right now, and they're only going to continue to get worse. Um, That being said, I'm pretty thankful that I live in a state that has prioritized testing so Mm -hmm. much. Um, Last I checked, we're number one in testing per capita of any state in the U.S. And, you know, I I just uh, am thankful for that because I want the numbers to come to light and not kind of be buried um, and and be able to look at this and, and face this problem for what it is.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I know everyone is paying attention to this right now. Not that anyone is listening to this podcast for any news, but just to update on everything that sort of happened since the last time that we recorded, uh, there was, I think there was one Suns game before the entire, um, season was suspended, but, uh, obviously, uh, because of the positive test of Rudy Gobert and subsequently, uh, I believe maybe 5, 6 or 7 other NBA players at this point some of them have been identified some of them have not been identified. The NBA season has now been suspended indefinitely. We do not know whether or not the season is coming back. Uh we don't know if it's going to if it does come back if it's going to just be the playoffs, if they're going to try and finish out the season or if they're just going to suspend the rest of the season and just begin the off season at any point. Uh, really, including maybe the NBA draft, which I imagine will look a lot different without anyone being there in person, <laughs> or uh, if it's going to be something like free agency happening at any point. Dad. These are all things that we have no idea of, and that's kind of why we decided to take a week off last week. There was just so much uncertainty, and I'll be honest, I was a little unmotivated with all of the bad news that we've been inundated with over the course of the last few weeks. It was difficult to to really get up to try and record uh, for you guys, so i I will say for people who do listen to this podcast on a weekly basis, I'm sorry that we didn't come to you last week. It was just a little bit of a weird week for us and for everyone else in this uh well, I guess on the entire planet uh and we're all sort of working through this uncertainty uh together. We wanted to come to you guys this week to just at least give a short update on where we are, let you know that we're doing okay. We're both healthy right now, neither of us are sick. nobody in our families are currently sick. luckily, thank God. Uh, and really, I think this is going to be just a conversation between Sam and I about what's been happening. And then between us and you listeners of this podcast to try and figure out what we should do going forward. We do plan on recording more episodes, uh, and we will have some options. So maybe towards the end of this podcast, uh, we'll talk about some ideas that we have and we welcome you as listeners of this podcast to let us know, your ideas for us and what we should be doing throughout this weird uh nba break that is sort of uh indefinite um we let's actually sam let's talk about what was it like that night were you on twitter were you on reddit following everything as this happened the night the nba was was suspended what was that like for you
2: of course i was yeah no it was crazy i saw at first Um, I don't remember what reporter it was anymore. Maybe Royce Young was covering that Thunder Jazz game and was saying how something weird is going on center court. They're pausing the game. You know, the players are going back into the tunnel. And I was like, oh, God, here we go, because the anxiety nationwide about this thing was already rising, but not not quite taken seriously yet. (laughs) I think we can say a couple weeks ago, um, even as of like a week ago, wasn't necessarily taken seriously yet. Um, And then the confirmation of of Gobert getting positive, Adam Silver immediately making the right call to postpone the season and now leaving us in in kind of a, a strange situation where, as you noted, we don't like I think it would be very easy to motivate myself to continue doing this podcast on a weekly basis and talk about things like the draft or about free agency. If we had any idea of when those things are coming right now, we're really in a state of limbo. And that's why it's been a a little bit harder to serve you guys with content that you presumably want just because we don't have answers for you. You know, if I had a set date for the draft or for the start of free agency or for the playoffs or anything right now, then I think we could dive headfirst into that sort of coverage and try and talk about those things as they relate to the Phoenix Suns because that's what this podcast is about. Um, But we just, we we don't have the answers at this point.
1: Yeah, and I want to say uh, kudos to... Adam Silver and wh- whoever the decision makers are that made this difficult decision to suspend the NBA season because I think culturally it was even more important than just keeping the players safe. I think it was a moment where the entire sort of United States consciousness was sort of awoken to the fact that this is more serious than than people realized and that we are in a pandemic that that endangers a lot of people and uh, I think that was sort of the catalyst, the tipping point where uh, the sort of the dams broke and the news just started pouring out uh, hour by hour instead of day by day, and things changed pretty drastically uh, since then. Now I am in a city, and I, I'm sure Sam, you are likely. I'm not sure exactly what uh, they're doing where you live currently, but I'm in a city where all businesses are essentially closed, other than uh, essential, what they call <laughs> essential businesses, which. Uh, varies based on who you speak with, but I haven't left my right. house in two weeks, essentially, for anything other than that's than groceries. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. And, and you were talking at the beginning of the episode about um, being demotivated to record last week. I mean, that's, that's kind of a nationwide thing, right? You don't go outside for two weeks except to go get groceries. Uh, you need some sun, man. Otherwise, you can sink <laughs> into that depression. Personally, I work for um in, in the state of New York, we've been ordered that one hundred percent of employees are supposed to stay home unless you work for an essential business. I work for what is considered an essential business, which is a surprisingly long list of organizations actually mm-hmm. in this state. Uh so I've still been going in person into work every day. Um and I'm fine for now, but but it is it really is weird.
1: Yeah, it it is weird. And uh I think that for me I Sort of realized how important sports are in in my life <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a day to day distraction. I guess you can call it. I mean, just a form of entertainment. I, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna get existential about it. But I think. Uh, it's not just the games, it's the ability to have a conversation with people like you who are listening to this podcast, and and you, Sam. Luckily, you and I have been in touch throughout this, although this is actually the first time we've actually spoken uh, since this all went down, other than text messages. But that... Great to hear your beautiful voice again. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Uh, You too. Um, But I think that that day-to-day conversation, I think that I took it for granted a little bit. And I think having all of it taken away from all of us so quickly and so drastically ha- has made me more aware of how, how great it is and how important it is in my life. So it's it's been very, it's been a very odd uh, few weeks. And, and really, it hasn't even been two weeks uh, since the, the season was suspended. I believe it was was it a Tuesday night? It's it's almost two yeah. weeks.
2: Yeah, it was a, it was almost two weeks, but not quite yet. The obvious pivot for me, of course. Thank God for video games. Two um, <laughs> K <2K laughs> is in many ways a flawed <laughs> franchise. Yeah. I think I think we can all admit that. However, it, it it mostly scratches the itch. And I've been playing a lot of Two K. I don't know about you, Mike. Yeah. Obviously, the Suns. I think um, if there's anything they've done that we can talk about in the past week, it's um, these Twitch streams. Yeah. Um, that they set up. I think that was a very natural idea for them. I think it was a very good idea. I agree. Uh, We usually don't see the Suns being this kind of proactive, innovative organization these days. I think this was a a great step for them to kind of connect with a younger audience. Um, And I think you look at those numbers and tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands even, I think, have been viewing these Twitch streams set up by the Suns. Um, So it's a a very good idea. That being said, uh, not always brilliantly executed we've taken some pretty terrible losses and (laughs) some of that some of the guys they've put on the sticks uh for these streams have been pretty bad
1: well i yeah i think i agree first of all great job for uh, i guess it's probably the social media team i imagine for the Suns that thought of this uh great job by them i think it's really cool and and for those who don't know i think everyone should probably know by now but basically the Suns are streaming uh, 2K live 2K games that you can watch on Twitch or on Twitter uh, with actual people playing each other for these games. I think the most interesting matchup they've had so far was Ty Jerome and Josh Okogie uh, because yep. they play for the teams that they were actually using the players for. So Ty Jerome controlling the Suns and Josh controlling the Minnesota Timberwolves. And that was a really fascinating matchup. That's, I think, the only one that I, that I sat through the entire game.
2: Uh, yeah, me too. Because it was
1: fascinating, but- I think, to watch Ty Jerome, who's a very smart basketball basketball player, controlling the Suns and just sort of processing every decision he makes through the fact that we know that he plays on the actual team, made it pretty interesting. And I think you're right that the matchups haven't been very close. But what they're trying to do is get the people who control the Suns to be Suns fans. And I think uh, what they're trying to do is like relatively well-known Suns fans, right? Uh, Tony Jefferson, right. of course, is an NFL player. I think the other yep. two guys that controlled the Suns previously were actual 2K gamers or Twitch streamers or something.
2: Right, which no disrespect to them, but <laughs> I would rather just have Ty Jerome on nonstop. Now, I don't know yeah. what Ty's schedule was. Um, the first guy they had in the first stream, I was so excited to log on to it and see what was happening, and then he didn't interact with us yeah, I think, um, I think as, he said three words. <laughs> at all. He said like three words the entire time, probably because he knew he was getting his ass whooped. But then... Ty Jerome comes in and like he's giving commentary. Like it's not just about he's an NBA player and he can see the game and kind of point out things, which he wasn't really Mm -hmm. doing. He was more so just giving funny commentary, like hearing Ty Jerome say, lock that ass up, Sheck, (laughs) at like virtual Sheck Diallo. uh, That was really funny. It's just stuff like that. That, That's what I come to the streams for, is you're looking for that connection with the players. Um, And so, again, I commend the Suns for setting it up. I hope we get more of that in the future, if nothing else.
1: Yeah, I found it interesting that he called Mikhail Bridges Kale. <laughs> I've never, I've never. That <laughs>
2: was something I didn't know existed. I didn't yeah. know
1: that that was an option for a nickname for Mikhail Bridges Kale. Uh, I don't know that I like it. <laughs> I think Mikhail Bridges is kind of a cool name on its own. And I guess the plan is to continue this throughout the rest of the season to simulate the rest of the games. And it's another thing where, you know, we don't know that any of the games are coming. And even if the season does come back, there's a chance that the Suns won't play again because the if they move directly into the playoffs, which i imagine they would try to do to try and limit the amount of games because they're going to have a short, such a short period of time to finish the season if they even try, uh it's likely that the sun season is done. And if that does come down, if we do find out that the sun season is now over, there are a lot of conversations that we can have at that time, you know, uh what we thought about the season, how it ended. We can grade the players. Maybe we'll have Max McCauley back on and try and <laughs> look at our over-unders. Maybe we'll,
2: Oh, those might be... We'll have to calculate those, those,
1: right? We'll have to make up as if the season was fully ended. Or Maybe we'll get some yeah, uh, that's, Twitch stats. <laughs> some oh, 2K fuck, That's stats. kind
2: of sad. That's kind of sad, actually. Because, for, oh, I'm glad you brought up the Twitch stats. Sorry to pivot real quick. But I thought the Twitch stats were so funny for the first game. Or, or maybe it was for the second game or something. I, it was just... Exactly what you'd expect from a 2K box score, like Devin Booker, 44 points, 8 assists, Ricky Rubio, 3 points, 16 <laughs> assists, takes 3 shots the entire game, Booker takes 35, or something like that. So it's funny because we were talking about Ty Jerome controlling uh, the game because he's a player and knows what goes into it, but you watch a real game and these guys are running sets. You watch 2K and it's give the ball to Devin Booker and run a pick and roll with DeAndre every time. As you should. Every time. They're doing the same exact thing that we're doing as players when I control the Suns in 2K. Maybe speaks a little bit to the 2K mechanics being a little bit broken and not so realistic, but that's why I said it it scratches the itch. It's not the complete package.
1: Yeah, it's, it's still a great idea. And I'm glad the sons are doing it. You know you know what I'm going to do, Sam? I didn't tell you I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to do a live read of our ad right now. <laughs> we do have an ad that we have to Go do. So I'm going to try this out. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Weather. <laughs> our exclusive partner still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. As you know, the Strip is closed So if you want any sort of casino or blackjack, you're going to have to go online to play. Uh, This is all open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. (laughs) Stock prices, that's an interesting one. Uh, There we go. Visit their website and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE bet online your online wagering experts all right that's my first uh, library
2: investing isn't investing first of all good thank job you. thank you to bet online <laughs> for continuing to sponsor us isn't investing in the stock market already betting on the stock market? i, I
1: guess it really is I, I think maybe there's a little uh maybe less of i don't know maybe less of a risk if you're, <laughs> if you're doing it from the outside of it <laughs> you're betting on other people losing their money i don't know uh it's kind of an interesting idea but uh, I imagine certain people can make a lot of money uh doing that maybe that Haralabob guy <laughs> could could make a lot of money
3: uh mm-hmm.
1: doing that um so as we were talking about Twitch so Sam I think a conversation between you and I has been what do we do <laughs> during this <laughs> extended period of uncertainty Yeah let's address that let's
2: address that so I've always wanted this to be a podcast where uh, the viewers have an input, right? Where where what we're doing is catering to what they want us to do. So, I mean, that's something where if you're listening to this podcast right now, the timeline of Phoenix Suns podcast in March when there's no NBA season, clearly you're a pretty big diehard Phoenix Suns fan. Um, that being said, I think you should get some say in what we're going to cover for the next few months while there's potentially no NBA. So hopefully you're thinking about that right now. I have some ideas. Um, I think... There is a surprising stock uh, of classic Suns games that can be found for free available online. Uh, Mike, I've done research into that. Obviously, you can find some games from the Nash era. Uh, The 93 finals, I think, are on YouTube in full. I think, like, literally the entire series you could find on YouTube in full. I think a good portion of the 76 finals um, are also available on YouTube and other games as well that we could find. So, you know, we could find kind of do community watch events like that and we could react to classic games and podcast about them and and kind of talk about Sun's history since obviously that's that's the biggest thing we have going for us right now um always up for mailbags too we could do mm-hmm. mailbag episodes anytime if you ask us about you know the intricacies of free agency and the draft we may not know yet we may not necessarily have the answers um, but you know, just what we think about this player or that player, how should the sons fix this or that, you know, always into giving more suns analysis, so we can definitely do that over the next few weeks. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think those are great ideas, uh, and it gives me it gives me something to do <laughs> <laughs>
2: what I didn't even ask you, so what have you been doing for two weeks while you haven't <clears throat> left uh your apartment okay, playing the drums? uh
1: great idea, no, because I don't want to piss my neighbors off I don't play I don't play, okay, I don't play a lot of drums, I'm in a house. Luckily, so I can play drums in this house, but I don't play a lot of drums in this house to to, to piss off my neighbors. Uh, So, a lot of cooking, right? Because now you have to cook. Uh, My girlfriend and I, I was telling Sam before we started recording this, uh, we're both kind of extroverts. We like to go out to restaurants, we like to go out to bars, to shows, to concerts, to to games, son's games, stuff like that. Obviously, that's all been taken away from us. So, we're going a little bit stir crazy. Uh, So, (laughs) we're cooking a lot. we play a lot of Mario Kart together, which is really fun. Oh, that's cool. Yes, that's fun. Um, and uh, Parks and Rec. I, I don't know if you're a Parks you and Rec even, fan, but I've been. I've been. Yeah, I, it I well. am to an extent.
2: I am to an extent, but I'll be honest. I never actually finished it. Um, what do you play Mario Kart on? Do
1: you have a Switch? Uh, I don't. So this is kind of funny. Okay. I bought a Wii U right before they announced the Switch, <laughs> which okay. I still regret to this day. Uh, but the Wii U does have Breath of the Wild and uh, Mario Kart Eight. So those are the two games that I would have wanted on the Switch anyway. And for some reason, Nintendo I can't believe we're talking about this, by the way. For some reason, Nintendo <laughs> still allows the Wii U to be played online for free against people oh. all over the world. So and it allows us to do like in house multiplayer co op online. So both of us, both me and my girlfriend, will play online Mario Kart. Against people in like Japan, Peru, and Germany. That's cool. Yeah, and we'll play online. That's and, cool that
2: there's still uh, an online base. Yeah, and free. For the
1: Wii U. <laughs> uh, I think that you even have to pay for it on the Switch, but somehow the Wii U uh, still <laughs> maintains enough of a presence online that we never have trouble finding games. So we play Mario Kart uh, cons- consistently online. But I think the idea, to get back to it, uh, of, of watching. Some classic Suns games is a good idea, and I do want to mention this because it kind of flew a little bit under the radar, I think, because of all the other news that's out there. The NBA did make League Pass free for anyone uh, currently, and League Pass does yes, have... Yes, even you. Yes. it Even you at mm-hmm. home listening, it's free. So the League Pass it's does free. have a backlog of what they consider classic games that you could, you could watch. Uh, so assuming we were to do some sort of classic game watches, we could let you know... Uh, maybe a week ahead of time or a few days ahead of time, what game we're going to watch. You can watch along with us. Maybe we could even do like some sort of live game where we'll give a countdown. We'll start it at a certain time so we can all tweet our way through it and watch it together. And And then we could talk about it on the podcast or even maybe not talk about it on the podcast. We can we can make those separate things that we do where we all have like a community watch event online, watch things together and tweet about it and then have other topics of conversation for the podcast uh but, like like Sam said we we are very much open to ideas on this because um we don't have any no, I'm just kidding <laughs> we,
2: we, <laughs> I mean kind of we do it's have some, right. but
1: I mean it's not you know, Sam and I can talk about whatever we want so, whenever we want. There's people yeah. who listen to this, so we want them to be part of this conversation. surprisingly, as well. yes <laughs> yeah. think
2: of our listeners in India. Do we want to let them down? No. No.
1: Absolutely not. All 67 (laughs) of them.
2: I think we're not the number one basketball podcast in India anymore. I think we were dethroned from that a couple months back. Um, the, The other thing I want to say about, like, you know, real basketball shit, it's like, I have a million names I could toss around in free agency right now that would be good gets for the Suns. The reason I don't want to go there yet is the NBA is projected to lose a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, Right now, yeah, and we don't we don't know. Quite frankly, uh, we don't know what the salary cap is going to look like in a few months. Uh, The NBA salary cap has only decreased from year to year twice in the league's entire history. It decreased once in 2002 and once in 2009, and both times that was by maybe a million dollars, maybe two million dollars, fairly insignificant. What we are headed for right now, if the NBA is forced to cancel the rest of its regular season games, especially if the NBA is forced to cancel its playoff games, is a situation where maybe the salary cap goes down by 10 to $15 million next year. It's going to be a massive hit in the same sense that every sector of the U.S. economy is about to take a massive hit, unfortunately. Right, right. Uh, and, you know, the NBA is not shielded from that. What it means for the Suns and for other teams going forward in free agency, I couldn't exactly tell you at this point. But so, you know, we're waiting for some more concrete answers there, too, because the Suns were projected to be maybe one of the five or six teams with actual cap space Mm -hmm. going into this summer. And all of that is now in limbo, too. And all of these NBA free agents who were banking on themselves and hoping to get good contracts this summer, we're not sure what's going to happen to them either.
1: Uh, just to add to that, the Washington Post did actually post an article today that said the NBA is expected to lose up to a billion dollars uh, if this if nothing changes pretty drastically soon, which would lead to what they described as the largest drop in salary cap ever. Um, so that makes all of this very unpredictable. And, it, and it, you know, it puts us in a weird situation. I think that uh, Sam and I are lucky in that this is not our job. Uh, we do it for fun. We we are on a podcast network, so there is some sort of obligation to continue doing episodes as much as we possibly can, but it's not our livelihood at stake here, uh, which is nice for us. Um, you know, and I say that as a reminder to continue supporting those who, uh, it is their livelihood at stake for, For you know, somebody like Kellen Olson or Dwayne Rankin, whose job it is to cover sports have had those sports uh, taken away from them as well. And it's important to continue reading them. They are still writing excellent pieces or or doing excellent commentary online about everything that there is to talk about. So continue to try and support those people as much as you can. Uh, As far as ideas on how we can continue this podcast, the idea of, of watching classic games is one idea. I'm not sure how sustainable it is over time if we have to do this for an extended period of time. That might get a little difficult, or how many classic games are people going to want to sit through? We're open to any ideas. I was telling Sam that we could we could make this about movies. Sam and I could watch movies. You guys could watch movies. We're all at home.
2: Or just one movie.
1: Yeah, we're all at home. We're-
2: Let's discuss Coach Carter 10 weeks in a row with 10 different guests. <laughs> I'm I'm all there for that. Yeah.
1: Let's do, Um, I believe there's this, uh, there's a podcast that is called, I think it's called Star Wars Minutes. Where they go minute by minute through each <laughs> Star Wars movie, and they discuss a single minute of a Star Wars that's, movie.
2: That's awful. Yeah. That's awful. I, I
1: can't imagine listening to it. So we should probably do that. And there...
2: <laughs> Never mind. Keep going. I was about to say something stupid. I'm not going to well, say Well, I just
1: it. mean we're all quarantined right now, right? We all are looking for something to do as well. And if we can make this experience... We're all in this together. If we can make this experience as communal as possible, that would help not just, I think, you and I, Sam, but I think everyone that that has taken a part in listening to this podcast. And I'll, I'll tell you this, the last two episodes of this podcast, maybe I'm being a little too honest here, were, were some of the least listened to of this podcast that we've ever done. And that includes when we started uh, almost two years ago. And I think that's because everyone's mind was on something else. Everyone was focusing on sort of the news that was coming out and how quickly it was coming out. And I don't blame people for that. But I think over time, as we start, get, start getting used to what I consider the new normal, uh, we will get back to needing some more s- sort of distractions or, or entertainment, I think you can call it. Uh, and, and if you guys want to do that, one of the things I suggested just as sort of an example of something that we can do is, uh, Sam, you and I, I I said we could have Kellen Olson on and talk about Space Jam and everyone could watch Space Jam and then we can have specific things that we talk about or, or something like that where, uh, we can all experience it sort of together and, and bring people from the community that we've all been a part of for such a long time onto the podcast to have an experience together uh, with each other. So that that's just an example. And I, like like we talked about, we're open to any ideas that you guys have. And, uh, you know, over time, maybe we'll post some polls or something, and you guys can vote on those polls and, and help us out with uh, telling us what you oh, think is a good idea.
2: Polls. That reminds me. Big shout-out of the week to Aaron Baines, Sun Official yes. Aaron Baines fan club. He's keeping it going. Uh, in March. He's driving up engagement through the roof. That man is a fucking genius. He's been on our podcast before, uh, and and I love him. What he's doing right now is hilarious. It's amazing. It mimics everything about how uh, the actual tournament, March Madness, would go right now if it were happening, um, but in just this hilarious kind of satirical way. Um, shout out to him with the polls. I've been participating in every single poll, and they have been uh, amazing consistently
1: yeah and and for the for those of you who don't know i know there's people that aren't on twitter that listen to this podcast he's posting a what's he what he's calling march madness a b and it's a a b <laughs> it's a full 64 team bracket of a b stuff <laughs> stuff that starts with a b alec baldwin aaron baines argentine beef all you can eat buffets <laughs> anything
2: arancini balls. arancini balls adrian adrian brody yeah antonio banderas andrew
1: bogut apple bottoms yep. and people are essentially just all voting. you can eat buffet yes people are essentially just voting to go against aaron baines in the final and lose uh but still fun i think it's been a nice distraction and really creative and clever and uh he's hyping it up in a way that like at this time just just as an, as an example sam and i had a guest lined up for the episode right before this everything went to shit uh Which was going to preview March Madness and talk about the potential players that we should watch for the Suns as potential draft picks. That all, of course, fell apart. There was no reason to have that guest and have them prepare for that because uh, the writing was on the wall. There likely was not going to be a March Madness and there's not. And so we have people like him and a contributor to our podcast, uh, Cody James Hunt, doing a Mm -hmm. excellent uh, which these are both po- both probably going to be done, by the way, in the next few days. So by the time people listen to this yeah. podcast, it might be over. But you can check out the results. Uh, Cody is doing the first name bracket. So teams based on their first name, uh, like, for example, I'm going off the top of my head here, but the Kevin team, I think, is the favorite, which has like Kevin Johnson, Kevin Durant, Kevin Love, Kevin McHale. It's just an excellent team and and he's going by those first names and and a bracket where people can vote and see what the best first name is in nba history so shout out to those two guys who are doing some excellent work to keep us all distracted during this time
2: this poll will 100 percent be over by the time anyone hears this but real quick because the polls open right now black bear brown bear what do you got
1: it's got to be brown bear
2: it right it's the added aggressiveness it's 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 just the raw power in it. And it's what surprises me so much that, you know, the way that these teams were ranked going into this bracket, because the Alaska Brown Bear is a two seed. <laughs> in any other year, I would expect them to be a one seed. But in this particular conference of Alaskan A uh Alaska Black Bear gets the number one seed this year. A little bit surprising. I'm going to go with the Brown Bear. There's 44 minutes left in this poll. The results are currently 63% for the Brown Bear. Okay, yeah. See, people so, are right. Um,
1: uh, the brown bear is probably it gets larger. It's more likely to attack you if you run into a brown bear versus a black bear. And uh, they're faster and they're just scarier. Like in all ways, brown bears are, are terrifying. They They say that a brown bear can strike a person hard enough to take their head off <laughs> with a single strike. So that's enough for me to vote for the brown bear. And plus black bears are more likely to just run away. I've actually ran into black bears in the wild, and they just run away from you. <laughs> so that's a, about as safe as you can get as far as running into a bear. So just by
2: fear the, alone. The brown bear, should it win in the next 45 minutes, will move on to take on the 10 seed, all-you-can-eat buffet in the final four. Now, let's just be clear. A 10 seed in the final four, quite a strong feat for all-you-can-eat buffet. Right?
1: I, I'm I'm actually kind of surprised that that one has gotten this far. I, I actively... Uh, went against the all-you-can-eat buffet online because I think that all-you-can-eat buffets are mostly horrible. <laughs> Almost all of them are <laughs> terrible. It's like the lowest common denominator of food, but they give you a lot of it, and that's not good. Doesn't it depend? It depends, though. Well, it, it depends. depends, yes. It depends on the type of food. There
2: is a lovely uh, Indian place right down the street from me that offers an all-you-can-eat buffet. It's magnificent. Uh, Indian uh, food
1: uh, might uh, be the best buffet. That, that, right, that's, yeah. That's actually a good... A good counterpoint there, Sam. But to, I, as I said online, if you're picking an all-you-can-eat buffet during a pandemic, you might be a psychopath because it's the least <laughs> cleanly, it's the least safe version of eating that there can possibly be uh, at this time uh, in 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 America or in the world. So I actively rooted against it. But I think a, a bear can take out an all-you-can-eat buffet. I, I have actually I have no idea because it's a ten seed in the final four, so maybe it'll go all the way just to lose to Aaron Baines in the final year. <laughs> I'm glad we had something to analyze.
2: <laughs> 31 minutes and counting, man. I don't know how we did it. Uh, I think, are you ready to end this now? Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm about I mean, the goal of
1: this episode was to be kind of short, guys. So we just wanted to give you an update on where we are. Please send us ideas on Twitter, on Reddit, wherever that you can get a hold of us. Face. I, I think there's a few people on Facebook that might contact us there. Uh, Let us know what you think we should do going forward. If you have ideas that we didn't cover, even better. Uh, If you like any of the specific ideas that we did cover, uh, let us know which ones you like, and we'll try and figure out what we're doing next week over the next few days so that we can bring you all into it so we can all do it together. But uh, anything else you want to talk about, Sam? Well, in the
2: meantime, please uh, stay safe, guys. Stay healthy. Um, I hope all of your families are well. Um, We're going to get through this eventually and uh, yeah that's about it I'm going to go to the grocery store I'm going to buy 100 rolls of toilet paper and 10 <laughs> pounds of sardines
1: <laughs> thanks everyone for listening and just like Sam said stay safe um, and treat your family well I know it's hard to see them right now but make sure they're doing well as well uh, thanks everyone for listening uh, uh, uh,
0: let's go it's going by Carter here's Bridges yes sir Kel.